Shady Pines Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Everything and Nothing. You know what we do. We're going to sit down. We're going to talk to a dude. Uh, today, his name is Gene DeWeber. Uh, he is a Portland comedian and also a podcast host. Uh, he's got uh, a, a thing called Obsessive Comic Disorder that you can go check out. And it's going to be, honestly, probably fairly similar to our whole conversation today, except <laughs> it's with other people besides me and Charlie. Um because we do we talk about video games we talk about uh movies we talk about comic books because we don't have anything important in our lives that's not art um and so you know if you too want a distraction from the terrible thing that is life uh stick around and uh keep listening after this Oh crap! What's the matter? Aw, oh, this stupid lighter won't stick to the light post. What? Huh? Hey, what are you doing? I'm trying to get this maraca to stick, huh? Maraca? What are you trying- hey, Whoa, 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 whoa. What now? Dude, you need stickers from Sticker Ninja. Say what? Sticker Ninja makes awesome, high-quality vinyl stickers. Yeah, but I need my business logo on them. Mr. Cat's Maracas and Lighters. Yo, give Sticker Ninja your logo, and they'll make custom stickers for you. But stickers just fade in the sun, or they fall off when it rains. The stickers from Sticker Ninja are waterproof and UV-resistant. And best of all, they're from Portland. Support local businesses, dude! Sweet! Are you water-resistant? So where do I find Sticker Ninja? Go to StickerNinja.com and check out their website. Get free quotes on custom jobs. And hey, use the discount code SPR10 for a 10% discount on stickers. Support Sticker Ninja and Shady Pines Radio. I'm on it! Sticker Ninja! Welcome aboard the Station Wagon. Every Sunday at the crack of noon, Pacific Time, Callie and Brian, that's me, I'm Brian, invite a musical guest on the air to hang out and play some tunes. So tune in each week, drop some coins in the virtual tip jar, and get your Sunday afternoon live music fix on Shady Pines Radio. the entire time we record i'm just going yeah it's fine i've totally done an episode with just this face so that's fine yeah i got practice ladies and gentlemen welcome to another fun episode of everything and nothing uh i'm one of your hosts chris Cox. this is my co-host charlie i am also a host uh and our special guest today is charlie nope i, <laughs> nope. Look, I don't get high enough when I do this show. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Our special guest today is Gene DeWeber, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Portland comedian and also a uh, man with his own damn podcast. Yep. That is very true. I do have a podcast. Should I say the name of my podcast? Please do. Yeah, it is Obsessive Comic Disorder. You can find it on anchor.fm forward slash Gene Dashty Weber. There you go. Weber. Weber's. The yeah, Gene. There's the plug. Uh, spelled G E N E. Uh, D Weber spelled D E W E B E R. Well, shit, yeah. Alright, uh, I don't know what life is anymore, guys. I've been having panic attacks. Like, I went to an open mic this week and mm-hmm. realized that I was having a panic attack at the open mic. And it just didn't ever stop until I came back home. 
And I was like, mm. well, that was unfortunate. I had a terrible that. It was not good. <laughs> Wait, isn't that just your normal being on stage? <laughs> oh, because sometimes I have a good night, man. You know, uh, I'm glad you think that. Like that, <laughs> that makes me happy to to feel like you've you've developed this grandiose delusion. And you know what, Chris? Good for you. Yeah, look, everybody <laughs> needs something to hold on to. Okay, Christians yep. have Jesus. I mm. have the false belief that sometimes I'm okay at a thing. <laughs> fine. It's it's perfectly fine for my mental health. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Charlie, how are you doing this week, buddy? Well, uh, I'm fine. I got promoted uh, just this last week, which was a job I had before, and then I got demoted. But I got promoted back into that job, so good for me, I guess. Uh, I had a date. I had my first, like, post-COVID date. This that is our old. newest installment of our long-running segment, Charlie Finds a Date. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, and it went oh well, went well. I think um, I think we were a little awkward because it's I think both of our first times doing this in a long time, and especially like all right, masks on. We're both vaccinated. Like masks off. What do you What are we doing here? Do I go for a hug? Do we end with a fist bump here? I'm <laughs> you put the mask on your eyes is what you're supposed to do. Oh, so you don't see each other. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that sounds a lot less of awkward. Yeah, then you just don't have to even worry about like how you look at each other. Then you don't have to look at your each other's eyes, so <laughs> no eye contact worry right there. Wasn't that a reality show or something where it was like blind, blind attraction? They just had blindfolded people and put them on dates or something. Like yeah, that. except for with mine, you, you know about you, this. With mine, you just put your hands down in their pants and fill each other's genitals. It's... Well, okay, so there's a British show like that, but it's called mm. Naked Attraction. Mm. Uh, and you just basically you see everything but their face, and they just stand naked in a booth with their face covered. Uh, okay. And you just walk by, and you're like, "Oh, nice genitals!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> which I think we've talked about before on the show. Like, uh, you can see feet, and that's you know that's a good uh, indicator of how someone treats themselves is like mm. if their feet are okay. Or uh, or covered in fungus or something, you know, toenails, in check kind I mean, of thing. even if feet are okay, I just think they're gross, so... Yeah, I think feet are pretty... I know a lot of people who have problems with feet. Mm. Uh, and the other one, which you guys don't have a problem, is p some people think hair is gross. So, I don't know what to do about yeah. that. I, I am full of it. It's all it, over. It, it, it truly is. Uh... Everywhere except the one place I want. Yeah, it's like the opposite of uh, American Express. <laughs> I think you mean Visa, which is everywhere do you want to be. Yes, yeah. I do. It's been like a it's been like a long time since I've seen commercials, guys. I'm sorry. And I still don't know why you want that much hair in the small of your back, but <laughs> look, if I'm gonna pretend to be the reverse version of a silverback gorilla. <laughs> I have mm. to have one thick dark patch in the middle of my back. Is the only way this cosplay works. Okay? And if I'm going to go to my first convention, I want to go with a good fucking cosplay. Well, the other thing you can do too, Chris, is you can just shave parts of the back that you don't want so you don't have to get a tattoo. You just have a design. Oh, there we go. Mm. Got to think I'm not right that there. flexible. I didn't say you had to do it. Someone yeah. else can do it. Yeah, that sounds like something you pay for. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. Know. Someone's got like they I mean, like a laser, like I hair mean, removal. You have a but... girlfriend, Chris. You have a girlfriend. You can you can make it work. Look, <laughs> here's the problem with that. I love her, and so I wouldn't put her through something. But if she loves you, wouldn't she go through that? Yeah, no, love is not like a, a, a prove-your-worth mission thing, buddy. As it turns out, it's just mm. like two people that choose to spend their lives together and, and be happy with each other. Yeah, it's kind of like the, yeah. the for better or, wor or for worse kind of thing is the part people gloss over a lot. No, I'm telling you, love owed me last two weeks, and then they stopped talking to you, and then it's great. 
You go to the next one. I mean, this definitely sounds closer to my experience, but I'm a, <laughs> I'm a romantic at heart, so <laughs> I have to believe. <laughs> yeah. If it doesn't end with just severe anger at each other, then you just haven't done it right. <laughs> I mean, mine usually do end... Well, not usually, I guess. But they certainly have ended with a lot of anger. Mm. Uh, Katie was certainly a lot of anger at the mm. end there. Mm. Uh, but uh, I like to think that, that after some therapy... Uh, I have I have a less broken picker now, and that I've done a better job of finding somebody who's good for me. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, only time with them. Uh, we only have one segment on the show, and it's usually not my job to introduce it, but I figure I will this week because mm. season I mean, two. We were already touching on it. Season two point five. Hey, Gene, our guest. Yeah. Mm. Uh, our one segment is the mental health check-in, and it's what we—it's where we ask our guests, "Hey, how are you doing recently?" Especially since the soft apocalypse began. Mm, better, actually. Better. Be better. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm on meds. Um, I don't have to see idiots. You know, it's—it's uh, it's great. You know. I'm um, sorry that I broke that that record for you. I know. You know, it's fine. <laughs> I'm not in the same room as you, at least. You know. So it could be worse. It could be worse. Could be worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. There we go. Could be worse. Title of the episode. I, I, maybe the title, <laughs> the title of, of every episode. Yeah, <laughs> title of the <this> show. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, are we fighting less people for that name? Because <laughs> we, mm. well, we will look it up. Mm. Could be worse. I just say, not, uh, look, there's a lot of people who wanted to name their podcast Everything and Nothing, as it turns out. Yeah, oh, there's, a, there's right. a few Everything and Nothing is out there, including well, there I think go. we have like accidentally three podcasts called Everything and Nothing on Anchor because I started them with like different uh, email addresses that I like. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's, what was, that's what was happening we right there when I was own trying to. competition. Yeah. Mm. But, but no, they're. With yourself. And and specifically, like the original name of the show, when uh, the, our former co-host was on, Joshua talks at great length about everything and nothing. There's already a show called Joshua Talks, and there's already a show called Everything and Nothing. So those two shows just got together and became our show somehow. And then we fucked it up from there. <laughs> So, can you, Gene, can you tell us about your podcast? What do you guys talk about? Because we obviously don't know what to talk about. We've never known <laughs> yeah. what to talk about yeah. in our so, lives. My podcast is I get a comedian on. It's uh, I record it once a week. Uh, we talk about, so we both read the same graphic novel. And then for about five minutes of the episode, we talk about that graphic novel. And then we just kind of go off on whatever tangent we like. And then I usually ask them, like, where their experience with, uh, like, where they've learned about comics. Maybe, like, if they watched a cartoon when they were younger or something like that. I ask them about their experience with comedy, stuff like that. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. Nice. And we usually don't have as much issue uh, figuring out what to talk about then right here. <laughs> See, it's like... Oh, this hasn't you... been an issue trying to find things to talk about. I just haven't thought that these were very long pauses. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, like, I've seen Gene DeWeber hop up on a table and yell at a wedding party. It was great. It's like, true. <laughs> It's true. I also faked a seizure on, the on like, eight different tables stacked together. It was great. We were very certain that he was going to hurt himself. It was great. But this time on accident. Yeah. <laughs> no, it would have been it would have been my fault though cuz I was I mean if those tables fell together or apart I thought it, I would have thought it was hilarious if I survived. So I just you well, know anytime great. I See, I'm usually depressed when I survive things like that. <laughs> yeah. But that all I can say is I would have been able to separate a wedding party even more, and that would have made me happy. That's true. That's true. Really, really setting the tone for well, that that whole if, relationship. 
Yeah, if you recall, at the end of my at the end of my set, I said something along the lines of, "I give him three months." So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish there was a way to check on those people. Like, how do you just? Well, so many I loose mean, ends in the world of life. That's there's got to be. I mean, there's got to be a website for that, right? Because like, yeah, when you know, maybe it sounds like at the beginning of your relationship you obviously don't want to know about this thing but like imagine there's a there's a website where like when you get married you register your relationship right and you're like mm-hmm. look we're just we're gonna outlast everybody and it shows like a, a graph to like flex on everybody's marriage that <laughs> didn't last and if and or when your marriage ends you go on and you like say it ended right you yeah and, and then, then they can, and then it becomes a dating site because I think I feel like by the end of the relationship, someone's going to be that petty who's like, "Well, I'm going to go on and like print this off," you know, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know. Anyway, it should be called uh, "Shoulder to the Cry On," where you just you fuck each other, you fuck, you know. It's also yeah. a dating site. Ooh, I like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you combine it, um, and then uh, if it doesn't work out, you, you kill each other. By your market is what you mean. Yeah, shoulder the cry on, and then um, possible suicide pact. Yeah, you know, there's like the things where it's like if if you're not married by this time, we'll just marry each other for tax reasons or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is kind of like that, but like if we're both divorced and sad when we're fifty, we'll, <laughs> we'll either marry each other or kill each other. Or yeah. do a bunch of heroin real quick. There um, you go. Because go say. out on a high note, guys. I'm just saying. Mm. That you is know? a pun you just said. That is a pun. <laughs> I just, I just mean that you should try something you would never get to do in your regular life that might be some kind of fun before you die. I get that. If you're going to that. do, like you, not could try to be good at comedy. I mean, that would be a thing. <laughs> But that won't kill me. <laughs> uh, Monty Python's the, me- the Meaning of Life. The <laughs> the guy who gets to choose the manner of his own execution. And he gets chased off the cliff by the topless, blonde, beautiful women. Mm. Okay, I but do here's remember the thing. That. that means that they also died, though. Because if it's yeah, just and it velocity shows, on impact. And it shows them uh, in heaven later in the sh- in the movie. So, mm. yes. Yeah. They there you are go. All, all dead. I feel like that that's an unjust system there. <laughs> well, we don't know where they came from. They could all be sentenced to death as well. Yeah, it could be. Maybe their their wish was to chase a guy off a cliff. And they're wearing helmets and pads, like they knew what they're getting into. <laughs> I don't know. If the, you that know room... you're gonna die, why would you put on the helmets and pads? I feel like this movie the the whole movie raises more questions than it answers. Like, mm-hmm. Which, where, like where did my fishy go? It? Yeah, that's, there you go. I just want to watch a man explode from eating. That's all. I oh. mean, that's fair. And vomit profusely. <laughs> These are both important things. The scene with Eric Idle is like the waiter at the French restaurant. He's like. Let me show you something. And he's, they just like walk for like a mile out into this field. And he's like, fuck off, eh? <laughs> Why are you following me? <laughs> that, as it turns out, wasn't like a bit or anything. That was just a thing Eric Idle did. Just a mm-hmm. bit this time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Um, I, tr- I followed him into a field one time. It was great. <laughs> did you get anything out of it? Um, I murdered him. It was fun. Well, all right. You probably yeah. shouldn't admit those kinds of things, like on on tape. Yeah, R.I.P. It's, fine. it's uh, fine. I I'm already being chased by like three different authorities. It's fine. It's good. I'm good. Are we being chased by the topless girls off a cliff? Yeah, they're they're knocking on my door right now. Actually, they're 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 knockering. On they're knockering. Right they're knockering on my door. I really look them in the eyes. Gotcha. Yeah, the nipples look like eyes. I get it. <laughs> no, he's referencing mock the week. Sorry, week. I was just we would we just watched the show. I should I should never do that, but uh, we've but been bored. We we've been bordering on the on it. It's just stuck in my head now. 
I know you're British and I love you. It's fine. Mm. <laughs> Although I will say <laughs> okay. Mock the Week does have much better jokes than like Seth Meyer or Stephen Colbert do. But I it's mean, a panel of comedians. So yeah. it's, just, it's just a different format. It, it allows for more kinds of jokes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the the BBC and like UK television in general, they kind of popularize that where they have the panel show of mostly comedians. <laughs> there's like this, there's this huge amount because there's tons of different shows. You can go on like, would I lie to you? Eight out of 10 cats, eight out of 10 cats is countdown. QI, uh, fucking mock the week. Have I got news for you? Uh, dare I say what, what I lie to you? Pointless celebrities. There's, there's like this whole yeah. culture built around like, just getting famous people together on different TV sets because there's so there's, you just walk down the street to the next TV set and it's all BBC. Just, yeah, put them on that. I don't know. Yeah, just <laughs> follow people into their bedrooms. We were all just hanging out outside of this set, so we just walked in and we're like, <laughs> "Hey, you want to shoot an episode?" Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. I broke into this person's room. It's fine. <laughs> it was my you know, room, and I am a person. We, I was okay. gonna say when you when you pay rent there, you're supposed to have a key. Like you shouldn't have to break in every time, Gene. Is this something that to. you and your landlord worked out? I have a key, but that didn't mean I had to use it. That's fair. Yeah. My yeah. Uh, the kind of, when my mom uh, before my mom got remarried. There was a time when, like, just she and I were living together, and she wouldn't come home until like six or seven because she was a teacher. Mm-hmm. She'd be in her classroom, and I'd get home from school, and uh, a couple times I did not have a key, so I actually did have to break in <laughs> through like the back door of my own house. Jesus, I've definitely had to break into other people's houses, um, but also my parents um, were very bad at a lot of things in life. And uh, one of which was getting locked out of vehicles. Mm. So from the ages of eight to like 22, I had a lot of practice breaking into our own vehicle, which looked real sketchy in a lot of parking lots, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm. I thought that it was giving birth to the ugliest Ninja Turtle. (laughs) Raphael is not the ugliest. I don't know what to say to that. Well, seeing as how you're a Donatello. I am definitely a Donatello. Because I use computers? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, you've got more gadgets than I do, for sure. Yeah, that's true. And I like hitting people with the stick. The stick is the best part. Yeah, yeah. just, Just beating people over the head with a stick. In their own houses sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep breaking into houses and yep. hitting people with sticks. You know, it's great. It's great. It's fun to do. I break I break into their houses. I watch their TV and then I break their TV and watch them cry. It's fun. It's good. It's a good time. We all need hobbies. I get it. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. And and sometimes I, I steal their appliances. Okay, but like why break the TV? Because I want to be the only one with a good TV. That's just that's just how it is. Oh, okay. So my house is like safe. Yeah, you're fine. It's yeah, fine. I don't have a good TV. No, you really don't. I tried adjusting the settings on your TV, and it didn't do anything. <laughs> I wanted to break your know. TV right then, just to like just to put it out of its misery. I don't see a difference in these. Yeah, we're slowly coming to realize that Chris uh, may or may not have some vision issues. Mm. So, like, how <laughs> worth it is to, is it to get well? A that just TV? means that just means he needs like one of those one twenty inch, like hundred and twenty inch TVs, yeah. so then he can see it. I mean, I see that TV as well as I see things in real life. So, because you've I tried can't. to play. 
uh, Borderlands 3 with me, and you yes, like, spent all that time just adjusting. I don't like this. It all looks the same to me. I don't. You're like, no, 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 see how? And I'm like, I, I really don't, though. Yeah. Let's so how am I going to look with uh, black? Uh, let's give it a moment of silence for how terrible Chris is. Just to... <laughs> look, just because I can't hear or see anything doesn't make me a terrible person. My decisions and my actions no, no, are what no, no, do no. that. It's, you're terrible <laughs> at being a person. Oh, that's accurate. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know any difference. Yeah. Now, one thing I have always wondered, though, Gene, mm -hmm. is how exactly you wound up getting into comedy. That is a good question. Um, Jesus. It was all Jesus. Uh, <laughs> actually, that's like, not even completely inaccurate. Jesus, or... I so I've liked comedy for a really long time. I really enjoyed comedy. And back when I was had the delusion of faith, I was at church and I was doing prayer or what I what I would now call just deep thought. And I thought the words comedian. I thought the words comedian and I was like, you know, it's not a bad idea. And at the time I thought it was like my calling and so I just went for it and you know, finally after like Three and a half years, I'm finally starting to get good at it. So, yeah. Had a really good set of Portland's Funniest, and I'm really excited for that tape. Right on, man. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. I have never it, had a tape I like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get that. I, I had one time recently where someone told me I killed, and then I watched the tape, and I'm like, yes, but I stuttered the entire time. Yeah, or like the one tape I had that I would have liked, my mm. camera kept autofocusing and it did this every <laughs> fucking 30 seconds. And I'm like, well, that is unfucking usable and that's well, bullshit. You just have to have the Jaws theme small, like minimalized just, just in the background at all times. <laughs> Wait, what? I was psycho. That same thing. <laughs> We're doing the Glee version of horror songs, so we just put two together. <laughs> well, well, now I'm imagining like you know, there's the they they were doing the Universal Dark Universe where all the monster movies like the Mummy and the Frankenstein mm -hmm. and the Invisible Man were all going to be connected or whatever. Yeah. Um, but now I'm imagining, like, for some reason, like, Norman Bates and Jaws are in the same cinematic universe. Just having hardcore sex. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, just, he's just out there just fucking the shark. Hey, hey, hey. These are sharks, not dolphins. This is how a shark fucks. This is how it does. Just goes. You don't have to make it look so good, Gene. No sharks are sharks are oviparous. It's a, it's, a, so. it's, a gen, it's a gentle, gentle lover right here. Yeah, mm. Mm. yeah. I yeah, see that. Mm. 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 What, Dude, I'm the, what I'm what I'm what I'm dead is by the way. The worm on on a person <laughs> is is more sensual than I thought it'd be. Um. That's about as much as I know about <laughs> <Yeah>. sex. <right? laughs> No, sharks sharks are oviparous, so them having sex is just one lays some eggs and the other one jizzes on some eggs and that's it. But interestingly, some sharks will technically lay their eggs but keep them inside, so they'll just have a bunch of eggs inside their womb area. Mm, but also, um, sharks have two dicks. This I did not know. They do. It's a double dick. So like so, like, having, uh, like, say we were making an ocean-themed gang, mm -hmm. like a mob movie, right? We could yeah. totally have a shark named Tony Kudik. Yes. And that would make, like, perfect sense. Yeah. You could. Solid. 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 Tony Kudik's. Tony Kudik's? Tony Kudik's. I feel like, I feel like that movie Shark Tale really dropped the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Drop, drop, drop the test. 
drop the drop drop that dick, but didn't drop by like not dropping that dick. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was really hoping a kids movie just showed just laid some pipe, you know. Was <laughs> that that Jack Black movie Shark Tale? <laughs> I thought that was, was it. No, that wasn't Jack Black. That was Will Smith. Well, Will Smith's in it, but no, Jack no, no. Black plays the shark. Will Smith plays the fish. Oh, did Jack Black play the shark? I'm pretty sure. I haven't watched that movie in like anyway, years. Anyway, meanwhile, so. uh, while we look this up, because that's my job on the show, is okay. to look things up. Uh, I'm also going to just show you some of this. Uh, not safe for work, potentially. Okay. Uh, this These yep. are claspers. Yep. These are, so it's like a cartilaginous appendage. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, it's two dicks. Shark, you both the live young or fertilized eggs. Mm-hmm. But why are there two? Because it... Anyway. Double the pleasure. Double the fun. Double the fun. <laughs> anyway, so there's that. <laughs> Point. <laughs> what if they we're were an like educational this? show. What if they were like this when they were fucking, though? They're just like, wee! They're just wabbing around. Just whacking. Just go, <laughs> wee! And it makes a noise too when it's fucking. They just become Zoidberg. Yeah, it's like a. It's like a. Yeah. Um. But they just become like wacky, waving inflatable penises. <laughs> Look, I don't know enough about shark sex to tell you that you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're but right. I don't think that that's entirely correct. <laughs> I'm just saying it should be. That's that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Wait, Peter Falk was in that movie. Peter Falk was in that movie. Apparently, as Don Feinberg, Angelina mm. Jolie. I did not know it was in that movie. Yeah, she was. The, the fish what? looks like Angelina Jolie, dude. Yeah. Well, I it's again, I, I probably haven't seen it in 15 years. So calm down. Yeah, it has been a while. Uh, Ziggy Marley. And then like a bunch of extras from <laughs> from <Yeah>. Sopranos, essentially. <laughs> Katie, Katie Couric. As Katie Current. Mmm. Well, that's great. Because it's a fish. I'm, I'm going to give that one yeah. point. Yeah. I like that Point's Martin Scorsese they did, was in it. They did a good one. I like that Ziggy Marley and Dougie Doug were both in it. Yeah. That's great. Ernie and Bernie. Anyway. <laughs> It's ironic that uh, Will Smith's movie was os- called Oscar because that was terrible. So, <laughs> did not win an Oscar. Well, and it came out like the year after Finding Nemo. Mm. Uh, it's it's one of those double movies where you know, like Armageddon and Deep Impact came out at the same, same time. See, I'm now upset that someone didn't make a parody movie to Finding Nemo called Finding Screamo. Is it just about a Scandinavian dude learning to find his voice? No, it's a fish going... <laughs> but for like an hour and a half. Okay. It's it's a musical. Just so it's a metalocalypse movie. And every once in a while he's like, I'm so sad. So, so sad. Finding Screamo. Finding Screamo. Coming to the theater near you. Yeah. October 2005. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is for sure a December movie. That you know what? Because it is mining finding the true meaning of Kwanzaa. So <laughs> yeah, uh, we've already we've had uh, like eight crazy nights. That's a Hanukkah movie. We've had yeah. plenty of Christmas movies. Where's the Kwanzaa yeah. movie? Where's our Kwanzaa movie? Oh, and by the way, far. everybody, happy Juneteenth today. It's mm. June 19th as we record this. It is now a federal holiday. So, discounts on mattresses and uh, day off, potentially. If you, I don't know that happy is the right word. Yeah. There. Well, it's, it's, it's the day of liberation. It is the day that the last enslaved people in America heard of about the Emancipation Proclamation. So, it is happy. It's a celebration of sorts. Hmm. It's like July 4th, essentially. Well. So now we get now we get Memorial Day, <laughs> then we get Juneteenth, then we get 4th of July. 
Some are boom. I, I, I just don't know if we get I, was gonna, I don't think I don't, we should get I don't think us okay. specifically we, get Juneteenth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but because it's a federal holiday that is for everybody, yeah, I, it is but, for the American people. I understand that it is not intended to help me in any way. Yeah. But but see that's that's the thing, it's like a bunch of white Republicans are mad about it. And it's like, why? You still get the day off, like fuck off. <laughs> they took the day off, they closed their offices, so Yeah. Yesterday. I mean, that is how appropriation works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you take the good parts and you just leave the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. This should be no. more of a day of memoriam for us or like reflection as far as like what because what really happened was that we just didn't tell people they were free for a long time yeah and that's dumb um well i mean this pre they had to send it by horse from fucking you know i just thought about it you know it might be the most tone deaf thing to happen on juneteenth is to have a bogo like a buy one get one free yeah i wouldn't yeah i probably wouldn't recommend it i probably probably wouldn't recommend that how about Everything's free. <laughs> I'm gonna give that one point. We'll come back around. Everything is free. And, <laughs> no, um, that's what I'm getting my TV. It's like the purge. Is that what I'm hearing? This is the purge. <laughs> you know what? That might be an appropriate response. I mean, this is this is gonna be a, a, the next purge movie now. All right, June who's 18th. in this one? Who's in this one? Um. I've never seen a single purge. Movie. I feel uh, ludicrous should be in it. Can we get Exhibit okay. back? What's Exhibit doing? Like, yeah, he hasn't done anything for Method since... Man. Method Man, come on, that'd be cool. Yeah, so I'm saying, kind of what John Batiste in there. Hmm, I can see that. He's probably there. He'll he'll like play the president or something. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in, actually. <laughs> hello. Hola. I love the way he says hello. It's, it's just like the most like happy way and beautiful way <laughs> to say that word. I'm just, hello. And I'm like, wow. It's, it's just from growing up in New Orleans. I well, I know that, mm. but I'm just like. I no, I get it. It's great. It's beautiful. You were right. Wholesome and heartwarming, and I love it. Hello. I am the president. <laughs> All right, everybody's gonna die today, apparently, because this is <laughs> the purge now. Is it just gonna turn really dark instantly? Well, what, what's his name? Played the president, and well, I mean, he passed away recently, but he played the president in uh, the Fifth Element. He was a wrestler. Oh, he was just on Friday. We're looking it up. Yeah. Oh man, I know who we're talking about. The guy that yeah. played Debo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Damn it, I cannot remember that guy's name. Yeah. Thanks, Charlie. I, I love the Fifth Element. That's one of my favorite movies. It's a, yeah, it is a beautiful fucking book. Definitely yeah. in my top five. Yeah. It's a great movie. <clears throat> I'd say Scott Pilgrim's up there with me oh, as well. I I really love. I've just recently because Chris and I were watching clips of it. Mm, um, yeah. I mean, I I loved the books uh, mm -hmm. for Scott Pilgrim, and, but the the movie was really great. I love Edgar Wright a lot. Oh yeah. Okay, who we're looking for the president Lindbergh? President Lindbergh is that it? Maybe uh, possibly. Tommy Tiny Lister Jr. Yeah, Tiny Lister. Right. Tiny Lister. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's who it is. R.I.P. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, see. I remember. Yeah. I like that we all have a reverse Hitler right here. <laughs> yeah. Like we all have a bald spot just right in the middle of our... <laughs> oh, dude. I, didn't know I he got was all the spots everywhere. COVID. Yeah. All the spots everywhere. I mean, your hair is just really light, so it's really hard to tell, like, what you have. Damn. Even your beard. Yeah. Mine is very dark. 
It's very visible. I didn't know that guy did so many movies. He was in tons of stuff. Yeah. yeah. He's a very versatile actor. He's yeah. in The Meteor Man. He's in uh, Universal Soldier. Huh. There you go. So comic books. So uh, comic books. <laughs> what, do you what, are your, what are your favorites? Okay, is there a difference between comic books and graphic novels? Graphic novels are commonly either its own standalone thing or a collection of comic books. Like, for example, this one right here, Criminal, which I apparently haven't taken out of the, the box yet. Uh, <laughs> let me just r- unwrap this real quick. Is a collection of comics. Okay. Well, yeah, but like, see, oh, hang on. It has to be like a part of me. Okay. I'm figuring out how technology works here. It's fine. So this one, can I open you and actually be able to see inside? I nope. mean, you can this see parts of it. How do I take this filter out? Hang on. I'm about to be somebody's fucking blank. <laughs> you're, about to make, you're about to make a lot of people feel better about themselves, Chris. I'm good, good for them, I guess. <laughs> I don't like super like any of what's happening. But that's fine. Uh, this is actually a really good series too. Okay, highly recommend it. So here we go. Okay. Okay. Wait. Do it. What's okay, that? you can see me now. But like, it's definitely not a comic book. It is. Right? Yeah. It is. Is it? That is a comic book. Yeah, I mean, I think by the, definition. The, well, I mean, sorry. Obviously, you're the you're the. Yeah, I mean, it has this. it has art, it has panels, and it has words. It's a comic book. So, do you a manga is a comic? Yeah, manga is literally just a Japanese comic book. Okay. Well, I thought there was a differentiation. I'm sorry. I mean, the, this is I, an American comic. It's just like. Je- uh, anime is just Japanese animation. We have American animation. It's, I mean, they're, they can have different styles, but it's still... Yeah. Yeah, it's still art. There, yeah, there's a... like the, the. I was reading something. It's like why they originally called comic books, obviously, because they were like more joke or, or kid-oriented kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they just never came up with a, really a better term, and then they started saying like graphic novel. But that's you know sometimes that could be in reference to an actual like novel that's in comic form. But they're all like comic books, really. Yeah. Just because there's not really a better term, illustrated panel novel. <laughs> oh, so by the way, so I normally do um, when I'm starting going to start doing on my Instagram for my podcast is do a weekly recommendation on comics do you want to see my, yeah. my this week's recommendation absolutely, absolutely. This, coming, uh, this coming up weekly recommendation is a series is called black sad it's a crime noir created by a previous disney animator uh they have it takes place in the 50s. The main character is a Black Panther, and he's actually supposed to be black. Um, there's actually a storyline involving the KKK, which are all, like, white animals, like polar bears, oxen, stuff like that. It's very interesting. Um, this one is the collection that carry has every single one in it. You can also get them in hardcover. It's a very, very well-done story uh, series. Uh, if you want to get a little idea of what the artwork is like, it's very well-drawn. I feel like you've shown me this one before. I have. I have. Yeah. But this is going to be my, my weekly recommendation. My, Hell yeah. My, my previous recommendation was the series Criminal, which is also a crime noir. I really like crime noirs. They're so. great. Yeah. I'm Batman. <laughs> uh, Rachel! <laughs> yeah, no, the... I guess my favorite books probably be. Uh, I like the the Hawkeye series they did a few years back. Um, I haven't read it, but I heard it's really good. Or like is this? Fraction. Yeah, it was just 
Hawkeye like at his apartment building when he's not being an Avenger because he doesn't have superpowers or millions of dollars. He's just like a dude. It's really if you like if you like that. Uh, this is another great series by Mac Fraction. Oh, Casanova. I love Casanova. Yeah, I read it. Super good. Super good. I have. I don't have the most the image volumes, but I have the ones that are released under Icon. Yeah, it's. Oh, I love that. It's really cool. Yeah, uh, like a spy psychedelic yeah spy fi like because there's different multi universes yeah yeah yep. it's great and the uh the jeff Loeb is it jeff Loeb batman like the the oh yeah long halloween yeah. long and halloween just did an episode about that actually with uh jamie carbone we talked about the long halloween and then he just went on about every comic book he likes so <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun uh, I think I don't know. I'm not. I haven't read a whole lot of like American novels or American mm-hmm. comics, and so uh, as far as that goes, I think I've really only read like the Nightmares and Fairy Tales, which is what I was showing you, um, mm-hmm. which gives you like just warped versions. Well, they're actually closer to the original version um, mm-hmm. of what the fairy tales were, just yeah. done out with a doll that strings all of those universes together as she's in each story. Um, and then um, there was Chu, which you've actually got behind you right now. Uh, yeah, I do. And I, I need have, to finish. I have all of the deluxe hardcovers of them. Yeah. yeah. I, I need to finish Here's that. That's the is first a fantastic one. Fucking, that is a fantastic If you can't tell, then, that's uh, a ear. Right there. Got it. <laughs> And then I I read a lot of Spawn because uh, mm, my I've dad read. had a, a comic book hub, like a, just a tote full of comics, and that was mm-hmm. a lot of them. So you were talking about fairy tales. If you like fairy tales, this is a fantastic series. This is the first uh, compendium they released of it. It's got like the first six volumes. Uh, it's called Fables, and the plotline is that a bunch of fable characters ended up um, becoming refugees because there was like this like um, warlord essentially that took over the different favorite lands and what's interesting is a lot of them are different universes so for example um, there's an Arabian one there's like the classic with like characters like Robin Hood um, Little Boy Blue actually turns into a pretty badass character which is kind of crazy um, Jack of Fables is really funny. There's a series about him. Highly recommend it. Um, I think it ran for like 150 issues with a few different spinoffs. Really good stuff. It was done through Vertigo, so it's it's also mature themes, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, as I was listening to that, all I could think was this is essentially Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it came out about a year before, if I'm right. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. And, and it was actually so. What's interesting, a little factoid: um, ABC was working on an adaptation of it, yep. and then as soon as they said we're no longer doing that adaptation, they announced Once Upon a Time. Yep, yep. They were like, "Let's do our own version of it," basically. And a similar That's thing, uh, uh, purportedly, a similar thing happened when um, CBS was trying to do their own version of Stephen Moffat's Sherlock. Mm. And then they ended negotiations, and then they made Elementary their own version of Sherlock. <laughs> Sad. Yeah, that kind of shit happens they, because they can own more, um, retain more ownership of something. Right, make more money. Yeah. Uh, so we can't talk about graphic novels uh, without mentioning, of course, that they're making a Sandman series. Yeah, I have the. They're on the other side, but I have the giant omnibuses of them. They're gorgeous. Yeah, my friend let me borrow his when I read it. Uh, really beautiful, really fantastic. I of course Neil Gaiman is my favorite author, so I, mm-hmm. I love him very dearly. And he also did the he did the Gotham by Gaslight series, like or whatever. No, was no, Gotham by Gaslight was uh, Brian Os- Ox- Gos- oh, Augustine. Yeah. What I was thinking was and, like the uh, Gotham sixteen oh seven or something like that. He like, did Marvel sixteen oh two. That's the one. Okay. 
Yeah. God, I, yeah, I it's totally different. <laughs> he did do uh, whatever happened to the Caper Crusader, though. That's right. Pretty, yeah, which was about like a funeral of Batman. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He he ends up <laughs> seeing villains show up. Yeah, it's like all of his villains show up. Like all these people he knew show up to his to his funeral, and there's this whole scene where he's like in purgatory or heaven and talking to his mom. It's very sweet. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. Batman really does only get to have nice comfort and respite in death. Yeah. There's actually another story called. Yeah, there's another series called Death of the Maidens. Which is actually involves the death of Rachel Ghoul, but before that occurs, he Rachel Ghoul has a like serum that will like temporarily make you dead. And Bruce Wayne sees his parents and talks to them, and like yeah, there's basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would argue that he's a dime. I would argue that in, like, Batman Incorporated, he's got, like, the whole Bat family. That's mm-hmm. kind of like the family he makes for himself. It's true. They're, and they're, like, all across the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they're just, they're just what he tries to jam into his parent-shaped hole in his heart. <laughs> you know, like, trying to hammer a jigsaw puzzle piece into place. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's really just death is the only thing that makes him feel really fulfilled. And that's depressing. <laughs> Which is ironic because in the modern postmodern age, he doesn't kill. Right. Yeah. It's because he thinks it's too good for other people. Yeah. He's a. <laughs> I can't white... be happy. Neither can you. Yep. That is the white collar billionaire lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know who else is super down to earth in most of their comics, though? Peter Parker. Yeah. Peter Parker is one of the more relatable characters. Because he's never, nothing good ever really happens to him. And then when it does, it doesn't last. Yeah. Yeah. I remember a couple of years ago, like, they released it. There was, like, a new uh, Spider Man coming out or something. And people were just like, why can't Peter, like, grow up and just have a. Like, be able to be normal. Like, the dude's been doing this forever. Like, can he just yeah. get a stable job already? What's going on? They're like, I mean, no. Have, have you read these? Hours. Well, much like a comedian, he doesn't know how to maintain one. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking <laughs> Once again, Chris, level of talent versus job stability. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I admit, I was not a fan of my last, uh, my last set. Of, but I'm, I don't know. It's because I was having an anxiety attack. Yeah. Like, that's dumb as well, shit. you know, I'm glad you finally could relate to everyone else. No, I man, I, really I uh, on you. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Why you, why you feel the need to be so mean to me? what I do to you? <laughs> we haven't hung out for a while, so I, I need to do my. Just gotta get all all Gotta get all out. Yeah, this uh, this is how I treat my friends. This. <laughs> have you considered? Might be why you don't have very many friends. I actually have a lot of friends. You 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 got a lot of people that have problems in your life. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I, it's, yeah, it's out of love. I get it. <laughs> Why it's... gotta be so rude? Don't finish that. <laughs> no, I'm a panda, obviously. No, um, yeah. dude, I talked about that on stage the other night, mm. trying to go into my furry joke, and then realized mm. that I could not remember the punchline to my furry joke. I I was so embarrassed. I'm pretty sure they saw the punchline when they saw you. Yeah, that's not the same, though. The The punchline was the line that formed afterwards that all wanted to punch him. 
They were all there. It's one at a time. They, uh, they, I just did the thing where you make people sad instead of instead of feel laughter, and uh, you know that, that just does happen sometimes. I'm glad you're becoming self-aware about your comedy, Chris. Okay, but like that is also <laughs> your comedy thing. No, I don't not know anymore. Where you're from. Not anymore. I've become a better comedian this year. Good for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you would like to hear more of Gene talking about comic books, <laughs> uh, you go ahead and hop on over and check out Obsessive Comic Disorder uh, wherever you find your podcast. I assume you're on, I don't know, where are you at? Are you on everything? I have it on Anchor FM, so it posts wherever those post. Yeah, I need which to, is where we are. He's on Spotify so. and all other places. Yeah, just like we yeah. are, you can find his place his stuff in the same places you find us mm-hmm. uh, Gene I do want to thank you so much for coming on today uh, mm-hmm. this has been a lot of fun uh, even if a little mean for some fucking reason <laughs> uh, Charlie uh, I love you uh, thanks for doing this with me Always. and uh, anyone who's listening thanks for joining us uh, hopefully we'll see you next week bye bye, bye. Well, there we go. Uh, another episode done, over with, over done, finished, finished, over and done with. Stick a fork in that bitch. <laughs> Chris, did we learn anything today? Uh, we learned that the jeans mean to his friends. <laughs> he's uh, just had a lot of aggression to get out. He's he's just not been. He hasn't gotten to see you, Chris. I'm sorry. I mean, maybe Jean doesn't like me. Probably because everybody calls me Chris Cox all the time. No, because people always call me Gene DeMapper. But That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It goes both ways. Transitive property. I don't know that that's true. Okay. I think it means that he's better at making friends than I am and that they know him <laughs> instead of me. I think I think that's... Okay. We, uh, we learned that comics are a great way to bring people together. Uh, and if you can, you should definitely use it as a way to do so, uh, rather than, uh, as what we frequently see, a way to tear people apart. Um, do people fight over superior comics as much as they do superior video game console and whatever? It's and it's true. all stupid, guys. Um, we didn't go into that on the episode, but that's because, you know, we're not that smart sometimes. I don't know what to tell you guys. Uh, but, but we, but we learned it, okay? We learned. Uh, I think that's uh, that's the extent of my ability to absorb information with the amount of weed I smoke on a daily basis. Well, we want to thank uh, Gene DeWeber for being here. Uh, Chris, do you know where we can find Gene? Just search Gene DeWeber. Uh, Gene DeWeber Comedy on Facebook. And then, of course, look up Obsessive Comic Disorder That's on right. Instagram, on uh, and you'll be able to get like teasers there, um, and then also on Facebook. And then, of course, check them out um, on Spotify and wherever else you find your podcasty things, just like you do for us. Yeah, which very, Charlie's very, about to tell you about. Yeah, it's a really strange coincidence that we use the exact same system as Gene <laughs> Weber to put our podcast up as well and we're on all the same places spotify apple Podcasts, anywhere else you get your podcasts and we're also on youtube and instagram and facebook and uh all those kinds of things twitter uh for sure for sure for sure and uh we're on shady pines radio though that's our that's our advantage that's our edge it's the shady pines radio listeners like you uh yeah hopefully hopefully like you uh, listen in here on Thursday mornings from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on the Shady Pines Radio app or at ShadyPinesRadio.com. Exactly. And if you're not, maybe try it. I mean, if you're up on a Thursday morning at that time and you want just something to laugh at or uh, to make you feel better about your life, possibly, yeah. depending on what kind of an episode we're having that morning. <laughs> yeah, and if you're feeling bad, uh, then, you know, maybe, like, you can you can go through to all the different DJs. They all have mixed clouds of old episodes of old shows. 
uh, including uh, like the high and low lives who air before us, eight to ten. You know, some of that. Anyway, that's that's it. Yeah, we're fucking we're done with this. Uh, but thanks for thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>